Grip it and rip it. Welcome to Fort Dram and Goal. Today we're going to get closer to our roots. And as if we couldn't talk about Texas enough, we're going to chime in a little bit on the NBA. We're going to talk Christmas feast dinners. So as we say, grab a glass, put the game on mute, and take a listen. Let's do this. Welcome to Lucky Episode 13. We got the ball rolling. I'm your co-host, Kurt, and I've got my trusty co-host, Dick. That's what you are, my trusty Dick. And as the Dick always does, Drammers, follow us on the Facebooks. That's uh, Fourth Dram and Goal. And then we are rocking the Insta game lately. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. So the young kids say. Um, Insta game, Fourth Dram, 4-T-H-D-R-A-M. Dude, come check us out. And then let us know what's going on. I didn't know where you were going there with that, but I'm glad you did. Hey, I always finish. All right. Oh, man, you're just a broken record of <laughs> ejaculations. Um, oh, man. Uh, so It's a trigger word for some, some of our listeners. Um, the first dram is a new glass. No, 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 sir. I insist that it be you first. I'll take this. So... As I said in the intro, we want to get closer to our roots. I'm going to stop being such a harsh judge on my home state and the whiskey that they have produced. I don't, I'm, hold on. Let's say not harsh. You're going to start judging it more often and hopefully not be as harsh. Well, yeah, judging it more often is compared to... But you're to not going to take it easy Because on. I'm tired of... Yeah, that's true. So I went ahead and I grabbed... Balcones baby blue. Baby okay. blue. Balcones baby blue. We're talking 92 proof here. We oh. are talking a young gun. Was it the color of her eyes? Mm. Why? George Strait, man. Come on. I, I, no shit, Sherlock. I just didn't have to go there. So, well, I'm pretty sure that's why they named the, the whiskey baby blue, but okay. You took my young gun badass reference. George Strait is badass. Don't get me wrong. But when you start singing Baby Blue to me, there's problems. Anyway, it's a young gun aged at least six months in oak. Uh, in oak. The only thing I have to compare it to, we've talked about conies before. I've had the cast strength through blue. So unique. So sweet. Very delicious. Very good. I'm interested to have this one for the first time. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I got in my glass. 92 proof, six months. I think I covered my bases. Nice, cool name, cool blue label. What about you, Dick? What's all up in that glass? So I'll tell you what. Um, what I'm drinking right now is I I picked up that Jack Daniels single barrel, barrel proof. I'm in love with it. I'm in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like Akon, but I'm in love with a new whiskey. It's rocking that body. You know, you know the story. All right. Um, the other one, the other, the other side chick that I picked up over here is. Does it have you locked up? <sighs> no, man. This thing's got me loose and out of control over here. The song. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you meant. Well, yours was a shitty reference. I had to save the day. With locked up. The I mean, the song that got Akon I, going. I know what locked up by Akon is. Like I can recite it to you if that's not the point. <laughs> All right. Um, I am looking at Smoke Wagon, not the fun one. Um, this is straight bourbon whiskey. Um, this is the one that is clear bottle, and it has the flowers and dual revolvers on it. Um, it is sitting at, at 92.5 proof. The 750 set me back $26. Um, I think you're going to see it more often at your liquor stores, and I want you to be very clear on what it is so i'm going to give you the tasting notes i'm going to give you the palate notes uh well i'm gonna give you the nose notes the palate notes and then i'm gonna give you an overall score at the end yeah the smoke wagon bottle game is pretty legit i love their like uncut unfiltered i'm keeping that bottle oh no it's a sick bottle i think what's, even what's better than their bottle game is their insta game is pretty hot too their game is pretty good. what's the one with the blue wax in the middle of it is that the so the uncut unfiltered does have like a wax stamp, but it's not blue. It's like a black color. No, the other ones do. It's um, it's their their desert jewel reserve with that white label in the blue wax in the middle. 
that's a that's a legit looking bottle. I like that one. Yeah, I I wouldn't agree with you that. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. They've got a lot of actually really sick bottles. I mean, they've got the um, private barrel with the red stamp. They've got the small batch. I think it's a gold stamp. I think you and I both had the black stamp on it. Um, they've got some interesting. I mean, it's all the kind of the same look and feel. I think the one off actually in the entire brand lineup is this just straight bourbon whiskey. It doesn't look like the others. Yeah. yeah. And that's usually what happens. Um, but that's the cool thing. We've, we've talked about it and we've kind of gone away from it. We want this to be a, a show for beginners. When you when your whiskey circle is small and you, you've got newbies with you as well, the bottle game is going to be the the conversation starter. Talk of the town, yeah. And invite people over, show them that smoke wagon. You could know absolutely nothing about it except maybe a tombstone reference and you're going to be good to go. <laughs> Give me some right. dual Colt 45s. So we got Balcones Baby Blue. We've got Smoke Wagon Straight Bourbon. They're straight bourbon whiskey. So I was given a sample, so I'm not going to give you the price. Mine's a sample. I think retail on the um, the MSRP on the 750. So MSRP is going to be around 40. Okay. Um, so we'll see how it goes. We'll give you the nose in the next dram. All right. Or do you just want to roll into it, Dick? No, let's go and roll into the next dram. I mean, right. I'm First about dram. finished with this one. Go for it. What's on the nose? Man, I tell you what, you you call this out, and I think talk about whiskey circles. Man, it's just like pickle city up on the nose on this thing. Pickles, you do get vanilla. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if, if like vanilla pickles is a thing, but if it was, there you go. That sounds like a horrible ice cream. Please don't make it. Um, and then you get like, you know, this this. When you really inhale it, you get the proof, but it's it's very faint. And then I think on the back end, if you're really searching, I get like an apple cider vinegar kind of thing. Like it's a little bit punchy. And that probably pays in, plays into the pickles, like that vinegar tie-in. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, not, not an amazing nose. It's not going to wow you. It's not going to give you all the... I will say this about it. It doesn't give you all the traditional bourbon notes like the brown sugar, the cinnamon, like the vanilla, you know, that the, sometimes the, the baker's chocolate or what you want to say. Um, there's very little oakiness on it. Um, so it's different. It's different. And I'll give it that. And I think that's what we're kind of seeing just like in some of the reviews, like, oh, the whiskey award of X or, you know, even, you know, that the we talked about the whiskey advocate top 20 it's almost like people are trying to look for i don't want the best of what i know i want what's different and out there and i think that may kind of play into some of the 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 awards that this whiskey has won yeah um i don't want to time in on smoke wagon any more than i already have <laughs> uh, i think but- it just ties back to you're you're such a traditional bourbon lover like yeah you really you love the good old boys yeah yeah well, yeah sure um so blue baby that was baby I, blue. all right so baby blue on the nose gosh this is gonna be rough like i said i'm <laughs> trying to give the home state a chance I had true blue castoring. Now I compared the age differences. Six months, saw somewhere that the true blue didn't have an age statement, but it had to have been between maybe 18 to 24 months. I forgot. I saw that maybe, maybe breaking bourbon. I saw that on. That one you couldn't taste, you know, the youth on it. God, that sounds so bad. Fuck that. <laughs> No, no, but you're you're 100 right. Like we talked about, like young age bourbons, like that four yes. year, and especially when you're talking about so high on the corn profile. But is this like, even this is considered corn. a bourbon? No, it's, it's not. It's a whiskey. It's a whiskey because it's literally. It's not age. It's not four to six years. A bourbon has to be four to six years. No. There are certain rules in. Pause. Two years, two years white oak, 
you know, is the bourbon, you know, when you start getting into all those rules and everything. But this doesn't meet those. No, this is, it's, it's a whiskey. It's okay. not going to be a bourbon. Okay. So they're both 100% blue corn. Okay. You definitely got blue corn on the cast strength, but you got other sweet things. This is this is white dog. <laughs> like this it's, is but it's white dog's different because like I've had I own a bottle of white dog, and that is the mash bill. It is mash bill number two one three before it goes in Buffalo Trace. But you're looking at something that is barely touched a barrel. Yeah. It's like six months. Yes. Right. That, that like I and I'm not and I'm not trying to take away, but like when I re- first reviewed this Ooh. okay this smoke wagon. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, like I try to look at color now, right? So color, how do you how do you how do you like what does that color look like? I said this jokingly, like it looks like blinker fluid, which <laughs> is not a real thing. Um, but it's like so amber and so light that it's almost orange and it almost looks like like blinker fluid. Right. If you put this inside a blinker, like, oh, that's what makes a blinker fluid. But when I look at that and I hear you talk about it, that's even lighter. That's like barely touched. It's like you took a a brown marker and just dipped it in it real quick. And it just pulled just enough color to make it interesting. Well, it's like moonshine. No, I think it's a fair point, though. Like white dog is moonshine. But when you look at this, it is a barely aged white dog. It's a barely aged moonshine. Yes, and it's so. I was into the show Moonshiners. I picked up Old Smoky Moonshine from yep. the liquor store. For sure, that is this. And somebody took a dip of maple syrup and put it in there. That's this. That I think that's a, a great comparison. That is it. That is pure corn, Old Smoky moonshine with a dash of pancake syrup and that's the nose on this thing and the next one i want to do now i want to bring out my white dog and put this in one of these discussions yeah that's what i'm getting i mean if you if you like this is if you like moonshine i have nothing against you i I also had that talk though you know the difference between real moonshine and and mashville yes well real moonshine and what Moonshiner's old smoky is like, oh, I took some moonshine, I put a bunch of grapes in it. All right, cool. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what that's all right. So we got through the nose. So we're taking a little bit of a break from sports right now. For a little bit. Christmas is coming up. Which is NBA time. Which is NBA time, you are correct. But also you got to eat something at the table. What? And there are some things when it comes to conversations on dinners of the table. Um, do you do a turkey again? No. Do you recreate your Thanksgiving dinner? No. Do you throw in something different? You need some beef. If you're from the San Antonio area and eh, not so much the Houston area, but definitely down south where we came from, old Crooked Christie area. You've got to have some tamales on the table, am I right? Ooh, man. Yes. 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 And the key is not too much masa. You've got to have good filling. Well, that's only coming from your grandmama. Anyway. Yeah. Well, sometimes you know good co- co-worker at work. She hooks you up. But they I can up a daily is insane, don't you? Dude, it is literally 10 minutes from my house, less than two miles. Then you probably need to get your ass there. Yeah, I know. Like, like yesterday. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, anyway. I'm not I'm not even joking, not to go on a tangent, but for the first month that place was open, it was packed out onto the frontage road on sixteen oh four every day. So those of you who are not familiar with the area, uh Tamales, big name in the game is Delia's. It's a valley south south Texas thing that they opened one up in San Antonio and it is apparently lived up to the name because that line is just ridiculous from the pictures and big, big Christmas time thing. It's at the table. It's a must have, uh, you know, where we came from. Do not put some damn ketchup on your tamales. That's a whole other conversation. 
Who the fuck uh, does that? It happens, man. You'll see it. Fucking You'll see it happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dick is white. Just to, just to clear the air on that. Um, I'm as Irish as Irish Spring. But, um, <laughs> manufactured. But <laughs> there's other things. So we're going to give you a couple of our dishes that we're going to have at our table. A couple of dishes that we think you should have. And we're going to talk about a whiskey that we would pair there. We also are going to throw in a beer, possibly. Uh, Dick is the beer man. So he'll chime in on that. And he's giving me the face, but I'm 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 gonna give him more credit. He he deserves it. He's a beer right. guy. Okay. All right. All right. You got me. So I'm gonna start with the dish that I think is a Christmas must-have. I think you do turkey on Thanksgiving. I think you've gotta go with the prime rib on Christmas. I mean I was eating prime rib at like four. I love prime rib. I think the I think the one time you've bought me dinner at a Texas Roadhouse, I've got we both got the prime rib. You know, that's one thing right there you say that and I want to do like the stereotypical did we just become best friends? Because I don't think that we've ever had this conversation and my wife who you know very well had not had prime rib her, in her entire life and when my family brought it up to her, she was like, "Why would you eat prime rib on Christmas?" I was like, "What?" What because what? it's it's amazing. My mom exposed me when I was seven years old at Sir Galahad's in Excalibur at Las Vegas, and I've been in love since. Okay, so your introduction was a little bit different than mine. It was, uh, but it was not always like that. Then it was rotisserie prime rib, but yes. Or my introduction was at a restaurant that had been in Corpus for maybe 70 years, possibly going out of business around the time. So Still good. Still arguably good. better than mine. Backroads of Corpus, first time. Those usually don't go to get together in a sentence, but we're going to chime in. What do you What do you got to drink? Well, first off, let me ask you this. Are you doing a prime rib for Christmas? Dude, I, I'm so glad you put this out there, and I thought you were putting this out there like a jab. But no, I'm fucking making a prime yeah, rib. So the last four or five years, I've done a brisket. I've done a brisket for Christmas dinner and my in-laws have come in, but thank hold on because of COVID not thanks to, but because of COVID they're not able to make it. My wife and I said, let's go ahead and, you know, let's stir it up a little bit. We are doing a prime rib, sir. Yeah. Uh, we got, yeah. we got the rotisserie. Uh, I'm going to be picking it up from Costco. Um, probably spend like a hundred dollars on a freaking piece of meat. When you look at Wagyu. No, I think we're going to go prime. Um, I, I don't know. I'm leaving them wife's hand. My thing is like a good prime rib really is not bad. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, now, are, I, you, are you a cover it with butter guy or are you just going to go salt pepper? So the way I know it is salt pepper, but staves of garlic pushed into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way I was raised. I've done the butter... And time seasoning, it was so good. But I don't think that that was the. I think, you know, they say that there's so much fat in a prime rib already that oh, you yeah. don't really gotta do the butter. Yeah, I'm gonna try the salt and pepper this year. Try I don't think the butter was. A, oh, oh yeah, well yeah, you gotta do some. You gotta do a little garlic powder, salt, pepper, get it nice, a little crusty, and I'm gonna try that this year. That's so, nice. We did just become best friends. Hell yeah, dude. Like you know that what? makes that makes me super happy. You, you just fucking make dinner and then we'll I mean, be okay. we, we could do that too. <laughs> um we, we try to do a friend's giving, but we can do a a friend's Christmas too. <laughs> I hope everyone else doesn't get dick curt about this, but we just had some bro love. Um, dick dick curt. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, so it's the first time I put our names together like that, and I don't know if that was intentional. That or was not. the purpose, that was the whole point of it. I hope some people don't get Dick Kurt about this. What no, but like, but like when we came up with these names in the first place, uh, I did not put Dick Kurt together. <laughs> you just killed the fucking rib. Um, uh, no, that just dicked it. <laughs> um, all right. So, so what are you pairing that with? What whiskey is going with it, man? It's got to be something strong, man. Hell it's yeah. got to be something strong. And then you get, you think sometimes you want something strong and then maybe something light Ooh. to mellow it out. But no, if I'm I'm going prime rib, mm. I'm going 
E.H. Taylor barrel proof. It's the top of the table. It deserves it. You need it. And I'm even going to throw you a curveball here because you don't, you don't expect the beer talk from me. If I'm going no. beer, I'm going Shiner Bach holiday cheer. How's that feel? It feels festive. It feels festive. I don't think it feels wrong. Um, if you're from Texas or even the borderland, I don't know. Shiner's kind of a national brand now, but if you never had Shiner holiday cheer, um, I think it's one of the best seasonal beers out there. Um, I'm not a big fan of their Oktoberfest. Um, Prickly pear though is also one of my favorite. So I'm going to go a little bit different than you, not to say starkly different though. I'm going to do taste dark, earthy back homeness what you think about like beef right i'm gonna do lagavulin now i'm not gonna do 16 because i think lagavulin 16 is the bees knees the cats meow the perfect everything i'm gonna do the 11 the nick offerman edition simply because nick offerman says give me all of your egg and bacon not just i want eggs and bacon he wants all the eggs and bacon Nick Offerman is a god. Um, I'm talking specifically about his Parks and Rec's character. The beer here, if you like, I'm getting the eyes. I'm getting the eyes right now as I dick it up. Um, the beer, though, you've got to go stout. And I'm going to do more importantly, an imperial stout here because you've got to have something that is strong, punchy, can carry taste even through the prime rib esque. Ness that you're going to be eating. I'm going to go with North Coast Brewery, which is in Northern California. They have a beer called Old Rasputin, and it is it's amazing. Um, it's about 12 percent, about 13, 14 bucks for a four pack, and it will knock you on your ass. That is one of my favorite beers. So if you know if you do know what Old Rasputin is, cheers to you. I knew you would dig that up. I knew I can count on you for the craft beer stuff. I knew you were just, as soon as I texted you the topic, I knew you were doing backflips. Um, also, going back to the E.H. Taylor, I had a sirloin and followed it with an E.H. Taylor at Whiskey Cake a couple of weeks ago. Good for you. And E.H. Taylor is one of those where I could have eaten, you know, fucking Brussels sprouts before it, and I still think... It would have been fantastic, but it Which I went, like Brussels sprouts. It went perfect. Of course you do. You're fucking dick. Um, but as soon as you said old Rasputin, I thought of that comedian. Who's the guy on Netflix that I am the machine? Oh, Bert Kreischer. Y'all, dude. He's one of my favorites. I've seen him in person. I've taken a picture with guy. him. My wife and I Shut took up. a drunken picture. Dude, yeah. Yeah, my, my wife and I actually went to his October 2019 show here in San Antonio, um, and uh, we saw him live. He How did, are we becoming better friends on he, this episode? He <laughs> did his whole shtick, which I think was his lead-in for his most recent Netflix one, um, and then he did the Machine um, show at the very end. Oh, I want to, sorry, it was no, 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 it was October, and... Um, we he was like yeah we're gonna be at this bar afterwards and and my wife and i were like okay cool went out a couple drinks and we we're following his insta didn't pop up we're like where is this guy and i know we're gonna have a whole beer you have to hear this and so we we leave the bar and we were some friends and they left they got an uber back and my wife were like nah we're gonna go shitty why not um because that's what we do when you don't have kids um we so we start walking down the street and we walk we're with this couple or walking with this couple and they're in there in front of us and they kind of like stop and hesitate. And this guy walks by us and he's wearing a, um, a San Antonio um, missions hat, but it's the, the flying chonclas edition. And he's smoking a cigar. And I look at my wife. I'm like, is that, is that Bert? She goes, no, it's not Bert. I'm like that was Bert. He has, so yeah. He's done he, a podcast with he, that hat on. He's come up. He starts walking. towards like, I was like, Bert. And he was like, Hey man, and he like lifts his hat a little bit. And I was like, you're Brian Kreischer. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, oh my God, we just saw your show. You know, we were following you on Instagram. Like, hey, where, where are you going to drink, man? We're going to follow you. He's like, he's like, actually, man, like we actually do this thing called me and Tom Segura and a few other of our buddies. We do this thing called Sober October. And yeah. we actually don't, yeah, we don't drink or Joe do drugs. Rogan. Exactly. 
the entire time. I was like, so you're not, you're not drinking? He's like, no, nah, man, just smoke a cigar, just walking around town. I was like, well, can we get a picture with you? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so <laughs> we take a picture with him, right? We take a selfie and he was super cool. And my wife is drunk at this point. And she's like, and I was like, all right, man, you know, great to see you. And she, my wife's like, where are you going next? He's like, I don't know. She's like, well, can we follow you? And, like, and I look at her, he's like, no. And I was like, why the fuck would you ask him that? that is so no, we can't go with him. It is awesome. so my wife, if you know my That is so wife. your wife. <laughs> great, great time. I just though, don't man. know why we've never had this story exchange. Oh, dude, I'll text you the picture. Like it's but yeah, better it, to do so on our live podcast. That's <laughs> awesome. It was one of the better experiences of I, our outing career. I am a machine. That's that's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. Cool. That bitch. Well, this is we Russia. Went, we went down that rabbit hole. So yeah, as soon as you said old Rasputin, have you seen his cabin show on Netflix? Yeah, dude, that is legit. You've and I did not need to see his balls a little bit more times than you want to. But other than that, it's I saw it precisely three times more than I wanted to, and I think total that's four in the show. <laughs> All right. So moving on, dude. That's awesome. Um, I did not know that. That's that's a live tele. That's live podcasting. Didn't even know that. So let's say you do the typical because I've 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 heard it. You just mimic the Thanksgiving dinner, which is there's nothing yeah. wrong. Just like uh, so many National Lampoon's Family Christmas. I mean, have we done this? What's the most? What's your favorite side on Thanksgiving? So mine is completely off the reservations. Actually, controversial in my household. Dude, just give me some good turkey, and all I want, all I want, I'm not, I'm not a fancy man. All I want is some stovetop stuffing, dude. That's all I that's want. Not, that's not controversial at all. Well, it's controversial in my household. Does it go in the turkey or on a side dish? No, I just want some stovetop five minute stuffing. My mom insists on making this massive stuffing dish, which is good. Oh, and then, and then you get oyster dressing. Against... Oh, my mom makes regular stuffing. It's oyster dressing, which I don't get. My mom knows that, but I was like, I just want some simple stuffing. And for years, it was not even considered. We had stuffing all the time. My wife and I got married the first time we hosted, or we didn't host. We had Thanksgiving because I had to work um, here at home. I was like, all I want a stovetop. She's made this big ass bowl of stovetop. <laughs> Dude, so H Town, old it down, new to the area, I had to do a crawfish stuffing. Oh, crawfish boil. No, crawfish oh. stuffing. What? For Thanksgiving, yeah. That sounds a lot like oyster dressing. Like, is it stuffing or dressing, if you want to call it that, but with, like, crawfish I in it? I don't call it dressing, but yes, that's what my, it is. My grandma's from Alabama, dude, and that's what they call it down there. Got it. Anyway, <laughs> good. So before we get down, <laughs> turkey. turkey. Some people just repeat it. If but you that have to, I will not be repeating turkey. I will not either. I have been to Thanksgiving it's gonna be, dinners. I have been, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve. I've been to Christmas dinners where there's Thanksgiving. What are you drinking with it? So I'm going to be doing a turkey on Christmas Eve, a smoked turkey. Not Christmas, Christmas Eve. Um, I'm going to be drinking some Buffalo Trace while I do it. And the only reason why, this is a stretch, but buffaloes remind me of our forefathers and our great Native American ties um, and Buffalo, man. I mean, how can you not say it? And so I just, for some reason in my head, I, I tie Buffalo to Thanksgiving. So Buffalo Trace. Can't get much more American than the Can't get any more dickish Buffalo, than that. But I'm totally going to shit all over it. No, I'm not going to shit on it. I've got to ask you. The Cleveland Indians. Oh, great call. What are you thinking? So I have to verify a couple facts with you. They are changing their name. We both yes. know that. They yes. have not announced what name it's going to go to. No. Do you think it's going to be the Cleveland Baseball Club? I hope not. I God, would hope, I'm so disappointed. I would hope one. not because they have so many options available as the Washington football team did. But Red Tails. And I, and Red I, Tails. If you're listening to this, Red Tails, Dan Snyder. Red Tails, Red, Red Wolves. Um, Something. As I, I said, what are you thinking? I was not talking about the baseball team. I'm talking. I was talking about like what is Dick's opinion? What is he thinking? I think. So I think. Are you, are you asking my opinion on the name change? Yeah. So when I said, "What are you thinking?" I'm not talking about the Cleveland organization. They're gonna. They they're doing what they need to do. What do you think about it? What are your possibilities? 
Oh, what are my possibilities? Okay. Um, so first of all, I think it's the right thing to do because I think it's different from the Seminoles organization, right? The Seminoles have gotten permission from the Seminole tribe to use that name. So I'm going to just clarify that. The Indians, I feel like... I don't want to be shitty to Cleveland and I don't want to be shitty, more shitty to the state of Ohio than I already did with OSU. I don't have any like front runners. So I'm going to kind of give it to you on this, but I don't think there's any just obvious choices. Yeah. Before giving you the name change, I, I understand they're like, I can't see with the same thing with the Washington football team. I was not a fan of, of the team before and it's the same thing so it's going to hit the fans harder mm-hmm. you know you're talking the fans that have you know lived it their whole lives you had the major league movie of course which was the the reason that i bought probably over you know five cleveland indian hats the same the same hat we just wild thing, Vince Vaughn or Rick Vaughn. One thing we know about you is if they make a movie about a sports team, you're going to buy all of their gear. So exactly. Notre Dame. So when you watch this safety movie, I expect you to be decked out in Clemson shit. Exactly. I'm basically <laughs> like, you know, Adam Sandler who wears like the random colleges. Yeah. I like to or, like you know, this, the world's you know, worst bandwagon fan, but yeah, I'm not a bandwagon fan. Okay. Dick. <laughs> I buy hats that look cool. I have a Charlotte Hornets hat on for God's sakes right now. Because of the colors. Anyway, talk about throwing my business out there. Um, so I understand there's going to be people that are going to be upset, but, you know, what needs to be done needs to be done. There's cool alternatives out there just when I glanced. Apparently, they were the Cleveland Spiders back in the day. No. God, no. Okay. The traditionalist uh, w- wouldn't mind that. I think they're gonna steal uh, the Richmond Spiders logo. Yeah, because everyone knows who the Richmond Spiders are. I mean, if you watch college basketball, you know who the Richmond Spiders are. Yeah, because everybody watches college. <laughs> I could literally do that. Another one that was on there was the Cleveland Naps because that's what they were called back in the day because of their manager who was named Napoleon Nap. So those were some of the names I saw trending. Uh, that's not, that, that's horrible. Spiders would be cool. No, it's not. No, it's what do you not. You want to be the Cleveland Drew Carries? I don't know. What do you What do you want? Who's? I mean, why are the Cleveland Browns the Cleveland Browns? Because of the owner. Okay, so all right, so then we're just gonna say uh, all Cleveland teams are gonna be named shitty names because of someone that owned or managed them. All right, there's your brand. Guess what? The best thing about Cincinnati, it's not Cleveland. They do have the worst uniforms consistently sometimes. Not a fan of the Bengals uniforms. Oh, no, those those are the worst. Those look like yeah. something that someone put together on the night. No, the 2003 dynasty mode of Madden. That, they need those. to follow the trend of the Buccaneers and the Browns, and they just need to go back to what they had before. Or they just need to, like, entire revamp. Just, oh, you're talking about when they actually had the Tiger on the side, like the Bengal on the side. Yeah, the Black, yeah. you know, Peter Wark, um, you know. Yeah. That would be cool. Anyway, back to the dishes. I had to ask you about that because, you know, that's a hundred. I have, I have no, I, I don't know, man. Like, I have no, I have no insight or no opinion on what it should be. I, I, I get why they need to change. I am a fan of the Indians logo. I am. I, I like, I like the brand I, because of Major League. It's going to be weird for it to be gone because you think about our kids or our kids' kids in like, you know, 40 years, they're going to watch the Major League and go, yeah, true. Is, was this like was this like the Washington Sentinels? Like, was this not a real team? Yeah. Well, and it was the same thing with the Washington football team. They should just change their name to the Sentinels. They sh- there's, there's, they have a lot. They need to do something. If, <laughs> if they, they have a lot of options, Washington football team, the jokes are never going to end. The whole, but, like, you lost to a team with no name. Or WTF. Co- yes, the colors, though. That was important. The burgundy, the yellow, it was sharp. I always liked that. I'm glad they kept it. I, they just need a cool nickname to go with it. I This is the difference, though, but I think between the Washington situation and the Cleveland situation is I see multiple possibilities. for Like, Washington has stuff just falling at their feet 
Red Tails, Red Wolves, Sentinels. Cleveland, you lane two options that I just like, eh? Like there's not a, there's not like, yeah, that could definitely be it to me at least. The Cleveland Rocks? <laughs> I saw that one floating around. Drew Carey show Cleveland Rocks oh, theme song. Uh, why not? Why not like the the Cleveland um, rusted out bridge or the Cleveland Steel Town that isn't in anymore? Or uh, hey, the Cleveland Steelers. Oh, how about the Cleveland Steamers? You're losing our Cleveland fans. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll one of them. My aunt loses Um. So back to the turkey. I'm going to get real creative here. Sure. I'm drinking wild turkey. 101. No. You actually stepped it up to the 101 and get off the base? Yes. Oh, damn. Prime you rib. have a hard dark, Christmas. Dark, darker meat. Prime rib. Higher proof. Prime turkey, rib. Lighter meat. I'm going to reel it back. 101. And it's fucking mean turkey. Not that hard to figure out. Okay. Well, you asked me for my beer guy thing on this. Um, I'm going to keep it light. Say, I, I mean, I think Buffalo Trace is a, what's a 90 proof, right? 92, 90, 90 proof. So I think it's the same theme as your Wild Turkey 101. Even more like Wild Turkey. Um, I'm going to actually go IPA on this one. So I think when you talk beers and wines, like it's got to be kind of, it's got to play the meat a little bit. Um I'm going to go Carbach Rodeo Clown IPA. A nice solid 9.5% ABV. H-Town represent on there. H-Town, hold down. You will Carbock never tell me. Good stuff. Dude, Carbach's got amazing stuff. And I, I tell you what, you want a good buzz, you like an IPA, go for that Rodeo Clown. Don't stop. And I, I have a bar named the Armadillo. Do not stop at the Armadillo. Go to the Rodeo Clown. It was pretty good too. Double or nothing. Um. All right, so we're gonna go. Ask you haven't asked me what my favorite side is. What is your favorite side? That's how you're gonna ask. <laughs> all right, so I feel like you know I've kind of taken the cake with the prime rib lay down. I mean, I feel like that was kind of epic. Let's let's move into a little bit of dessert because you, you kind of called it out. Do you play over Thanksgiving again? Do you roll out the classics? That's not my household, but I'm going to go and just play the crowd here. Sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes. In my household, that is a dessert, but not in every household. So that's a bridge. What are you eating with sweet potatoes? And how do you make them? I don't. Oh, sweet potatoes is always the item that I've gone to a family member's house, and that's always the... So gross. They're serving... That's the, just give me a little. <laughs> and give me, give me more marshmallow than actual. And that's potatoes. why, and that's why Kurt is Kurt. Cause Dick goes, I don't want any of that. Yeah. <laughs> don't give me that look. shit. But you did call it out. You expect marshmallows baked on top, right? Oh, absolutely. And see, I think I got jaded, man. Cause Who I doesn't? Well, I got, I got jaded in yams and sweet potatoes were the same thing to me. Oh, what a bunch of dicks. I, okay. Dude, tell me. I, family dicks here. But um, now that my, my daughter's like, oh, I love sweet potatoes. Like, could you fucking have a, a fucking inch and a half of roasted marshmallows, marshmallows on top? And I still won't. Uh, my favorite side of all time was one of those that grew with me. And I love it a lot more than I did when I was younger. Sweet, sweet potatoes did not do that to me. I still don't. I'm still like, eh, okay. And since you were so eager to share your stovetop, I'll let you know what my favorite side is. I need at Thanksgiving, and I'll be cooking it on Christmas Day. It needs to be there. I'm a green bean casserole guy, man. Ooh, I can get with that. I can get with I some green beans. Fucking love green bean casserole. So and do not. What's the bacon bits? You need a little bit of bacon. You need the. Oof. Do not give me. It has to be the French green beans. Okay. Has to be the French green beans. Don't give me the short stubbies. I don't want them. He's going to get some bitch about it. You want them long green beans. Yes, I do. I want fucking French green bean, green bean casserole. That's my, that, 
can get thrown onto anything. It can get thrown onto the stuffing. It can get thrown onto the mashed potatoes. I need that. I'm also going to serve up mashed potatoes. That I'm keeping Christmas simple. Prime rib, green bean casserole, a good buttery mashed potatoes. Done. Oh, and of course, rolls. Can't forget the rolls. Uh, oh, hold up. You're in Texas. You can go Texas toast? No. Oh, dude, Texas toast is so good. Texas toast is great. Eat it every other day of the fucking week in Texas, but not. Hold up. Hold up. I'm going to say Texas toast. And when you soak up the prime rib juice, chef's kiss. Tell me something you don't soak up with Texas toast. Is but I'm saying like those two things together, it's so fatty and good. I wanted to propose to my wife all over again. She made a hamburger and the buns were Texas toast. That I, was. I might propose to your wife now. That was phenomenal. So back to the whiskey choice for sweet potatoes. Something sweet. Something mellow. I'm going to go Maker's Mark 101. Sweet flavors. Not too sweet because you're already going to be overpowered with the sweet potatoes. Nice color. Nice vanillas. Caramels. A little bit of cinnamon. Classic Maker's Mark taste. That's what I'm going with. No, for you drammers out there, don't be fooled. Kurt's first choice on this was mellow corn. Ooh. I've never had mellow corn. I haven't either. I don't need to. Um, I'm going to go a little bit. I don't disagree with anything you said. Not a sweet potato guy, so I'm not going to pretend like I am. Um, but I'm going to do sweet, savory combination. I'm going to go with Evan Evan Williams single barrel, which is one of my more recent picks. Um, about 26 bucks. It's got a nice wax top on it. Um, nice, nice nutty note throughout it. Um, I think it's 86 proof. Recommend it. Um, but I think when you're talking about sweet savory, can't go wrong. All right, let's wrap this fucking food shit up. Bring it home. Dessert. We got pumpkin pie on the table. What are you drinking? Well, I don't like pumpkin pie, so I'm just going to make it even worse. What the um, hell? Dude, I don't. Dude, you talked about like like desserts in my, my household. Give me key lime pie. You're I'll a fruitcake at... guy, aren't you? No. You like kinda, give cake. me a good homemade key lime key pie. Lime on my on wife. Christmas? Thanksgiving, Christmas, twice on Sunday, and every other key day of the week. Lime? Key lime pie. Are you bro. having Christmas in Florida? No, I'm having key lime in Texas. South Texas. Central South Texas. But yeah. Key lime. You don't like key lime pie. All right. All right. So, Kurt, you know my wife. I'm going to have her make you one of these times, one of her homemade key lime pies to die for. Does All it right. taste like key lime pie? It tastes like whatever. Well, I'm not going to go there. It tastes like whatever the best thing in your mouth could taste like. That's what it tastes like. Um, all right. But to double down on the pumpkin pie. So and, I just, there's pumpkin, there's apple, there's cranberry. There's, oh, I, I love apple pie with a. There's pecan. There's pecan. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like pecan pie. I love apple pie, but it's that pecan. is, no, it's pecan. It's fucking pecan. No, we just became unbest friends again. Um, all right. You can pecan your, bet your ass it's pecan. You can pecan your ass back home too. I don't care. Anyway. Um, all right, it's so <laughs> Dick's pairing of pumpkin pie is screwball peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> That's a phone it in job right there. What about you, Kurt? Flavored whiskey on the show. No judgment, Jim. That's okay. I've had a couple of he says samples that. of uh, screwball at the liquor store. Would not buy it, but teach their own. Uh, I'm going to go with a rye. Spice, sweetness, pumpkin pie. I mean, any rye. That's it. That's all I got. For that. I, lo- I love that choice. I'm still shocked by it. I, lo- um, I love your choice. I'm not going to be a judgmental asshole. Um, no, yeah. No, don't, but don't, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how can you not like key lime pie? But all right. Your if rye you're listening to this, nice. send an email. Is key lime pie a Christmas fucking dessert? I want to know. Send it in for Dram and Gold Why is it at not? gmail.com. See, Thanksgiving, there's, a, there's an argument point. Thanksgiving, Christmas should not be, oh, that's traditional Christmas or Thanksgiving food. It should be what you like. Put the best food on the table that you like. That's what you should have. And prime rib, we can agree prime rib is up there. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of like the back end of like 
the pie rack at Luby's. Like, there's that one key lime pie in the back. Dude. It's not the same, dude. <laughs> Moving on. Someone spent Let's too talk much a time little... abandoning a Luby's after church on Sunday. Jesus. Let's talk a like, little. Traumatic experiences over here. NBA talk. I want to say it. I want to say it. I want to say it. Okay. Can I say the? Can I say the word? Sure. Super contract. Super duper contract. <laughs> like he just made more money that we both make. You speak now. for yourself. <laughs> Ooh. Rich boy. Now. Oh. But I mean, in comparison, though, right? Was we now two? <laughs> like every time I'm saying this, he's making more money than we. We made a year. Now. Yes. Um. Um, so 250 million, right? Or in change over five years? Is that what it is? That's a lot. <laughs> Which is insane though, because you even look at I mean it's the biggest supermax contract supermax supermax contract. But you remember when like A Rod got signed for what was like 10 years, a hundred million dollars or something like that. And then, you know, we talk about um Pat Mahomes, you just got what, how many years, half a billion? It was like 10? 10. 10. So that comes out to what? 50 million a year. Contract in sports. 50 million a year. Yeah. I mean, Giannis is bigger. Okay. okay. It's, it, a, it's, a, it's a lot of money. I, I get that. But it's Milwaukee. Buck? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, buck for life. I'll, it's I'll be Milwaukee. You said A Rod. I'll be a. A-Rod. I'll be a well, that was, that was a Rangers contract. But I will be a. I will live in a dumpster for 250 or 50 million a year. Like, I don't. Right. <laughs> I'll do anything for. I, I will. Let, we talked about how much it will take to let Mike Tyson punch you out or knock you out in the ring. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and fifty over five. <laughs> That's my new answer. <laughs> I, I respect his loyalty. I do too. I respect I his just game. Feel like you're talking about a. You know. I hate to say it. You're talking about a maybe Barkley and Phoenix. They did go to the finals. You're talking Ewing and no. York. You're 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 right. He he's putting these, he's putting loyalty and money over rings. Yeah. And you don't know you don't know who's going to be that Warriors team that gets put together. You know that you know Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry. It wasn't like badass free agents joining together and winning a championship. You don't know who's going to do that. But he's, but carrying, he's carrying that team Milwaukee at 24. Jumping the super teams right now. I mean, unless, um, unless he becomes like two people in one. I don't either. You don't, but you don't know who's going to, you don't know who's going to go to Milwaukee and join them. You're talking about the city. You're talking about the, you know, is it a, is it a, attractive to young you know free agents i don't know um uh, good for him though he's rich as hell i just hope that he's not no i can't even say that i don't want milwaukee to win a ring that would be boring i guess i don't know <laughs> I, I as boring as cleveland winning ring so mm, no cleveland had the whole like haven't won one in 50 years that was exciting lebron coming back when when did Milwaukee win their last one? Oh, it was in uh, nineteen seventy six. I'm not talking about an ABA. I'm talking about an NBA. I totally pulled that out of my ass right now, and I'm gonna look because I'm pretty sure they won one with Lou Alcindor. And I'm looking this up, and I'm so fucking badass. What did I say? Did I say 71 or 72? 76. Damn it. It was 71. They won one with Lou Alcindor. So that was the last time they won okay. one. Okay. Only time they won one. Uh, yeah, I guess that was a long-ass time ago. But uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. I but only, only 50 plus years. Oh. He's going to be – is he going to be the number three or four team – Every year, they that's what he's constantly competing for. Year. He's constantly. They were one team last year, but I just didn't see them being the. You dudes. you have to put an asterisk next to last year. You have to. No, I think even if it was a normal year, they would have been the number one team because they would have won enough games during the regular season. But when you've got to play a team like they ended up losing to the Heat, um, I mean it happens. 
Tell you who they're not going to lose to. Don't say it. The Rockets in the finals. Oh. Uh, we've already had enough hard and dog. But let's talk about some other drama queens. Stephen A said it's best. Oh, that was getting deep. You you don't want media attention. You don't like the media. You're kind of going. I don't like fishing, but I'm gonna go to Bass Pro Shop. I mean, holy shit! You're in New York. What do you want them to do? You're not playing in Milwaukee. I mean, he's in the media capital of the world, and he's already complaining. But then he kind of backtracked a little bit. I mean, Kyrie, just can you let some happiness start first? Can you see how Katie and you do, you know, I don't know. Because see, look, they're already talking about Kyrie and his drama. Kyrie's Kyrie. I mean, he said that thing. I finally have somebody who can hit a, that I trust hitting a game winner or something like that. That was such a obvious like spite thing towards LeBron James, but well, it's not just a spite thing. I mean, it's like LeBron said, "Him, how many game winners?" I mean, that and it's another. <laughs> oh, LeBron's winning a championship while I'm. Yeah, you're just you're just mad. Like you're just mad, bro. Yeah, not succeeding in Boston and in New York, and waiting on Kevin Durant to save the day. Amen. Anyway. I'm gonna talk right. about Kyrie because that's well. Let's but... let's let's get to our third dram, man. Okay. We had a couple things else on the docket, but I think let's get there. Yeah. So totally agree. We totally killed sides <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I mean, I think I th- I really think that Martha Stewart and Julia Child's ghost should take and write a book from us. And Snoop Dogg, wherever you are, you need to do the um, auto audio book of it. So appreciate y'all. Julie Childs is dead, right? Yes. So, okay. what's on the palate of your glass? <laughs> um. So, palate tasting notes. You want me to hit this first? Yeah. All what right. is on the palate of Smoke Wagon Straight Bourbon Whiskey? All right. So, what I can remember of it, and there it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's very young. It's very bitey. Very oaky. Um. There's some Baker's chocolate. Bitterness there. The, the only sweet scents I get are like vanilla, a little bit of like piney pine cones. I, I think the one most controversial thing I'll probably say here, and, and Kurt has the pleasure of already seeing this, but like when you literally let it coat your mouth and let it sit there and just just sit and disseminate, right? I get uncooked collard greens. Like bitterness. And I don't know why I went there, but I was tasting. I looked at my wife. I was like, what? Like, it's an uncooked green. And she's like, collard greens? I was like, that's exactly what it is. So, uncooked collard greens. Yeah, you can put uncooked collard greens in a lineup, and I'm not going to be able to tell you what that is. So, that's a first for me, buddy. My wife's been practicing with collard greens lately, and I've tasted the uncooked ones. So, maybe that's why. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a habit you pick up every day. I'm just going to start. Yeah, trying to I get dabbled, more southern. I doubled in a uh, yeah. I went through a kumquat phase. It happens. Oof, dude. We've <laughs> had this me. talk before. Where the is it ethanol? Is it corn? Is it corn? Is it ethanol? Ethanol is made from corn. That's all there is on this. I can imagine it smells that like a white dog. All there is on this. There's no berry. There's no berries. There's no. There's no. Oh, it would like, be... no sweetness. Or is it it's, like it's, un it's, it's uncooked? Tart. It's okay. Tart. So does the does the nose smell like what I would say corn? Like, like it's uncooked corn. It's just like raw corn, like dusty yeah. corn. Yes, dusty. I would put it. That's a good point. Dusty on the nose with that dash of syrup, but the, you don't even get the syrup on the taste. Yeah. It's, so it's literally white dog. Just you get a few amber color palettes in there. Oh. Yeah, that's all it is. There's not much to say on that one. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about what we do want to drink. So I think you and I are both probably hitting one right now. We're n- maybe not huge fans of, I'm guessing. 
But I want to understand from you, Kurt, like what are you eyeing on the shelf right now? What are you craving? So I wanted that to lead into our next segment. I need to give Texas whiskey a chance. I read an article the other day. I wasn't going to let this one glass determine it, but I read an article the other day where Texas is getting up there into Tennessee territory when it comes to whiskey. And that's pretty right, bold. That, that's, that's very bold. And it's, the... it's Kentucky, and then I'd go Tennessee. I just had such bad experience when I started with bourbon and when it came to Texas whiskey. And I'm not going to throw the small craft distillers under the bus. But oh. I can think of three, and I may have already said it in previous shows. I can think of three right off the bat that literally I wouldn't recommend even as a mixer. They're so bad. And I think what happened is there's a lot of distilleries popping up. There's a lot of people that are slapping the Texas label on a bottle and trying to profit from it. But I need to stop. I need to give it another chance. I need to venture away from Garrison Brothers. I need to venture away from Balconies. Apparently, not all Balconies are uh, They're scotchy. They're, well, Balconies is scotchy, man. Like I have a bottle sitting up. talked about it. It's just super high. The, the, the biggest thing about Texas whiskey, and I'll just lay this out there, is because of our climate, it's a hot and cold, hot and cold. Yeah. Like it I gets so much more oakiness. Yes. I meant to say that. It's that Texas funk we've talked about. Yeah. It gets the Texas funk because you're talking about high heat. So you're talking about high heat, so but cold, that, colds too. The purpose of that is to get it to soak into the wood more and, you know, soak in, come out, soak in, come out, which, you know, you talk about the other states, you talk about Kentucky, the climate. It's cold. Getting, I'm really pulling a dick here and getting nerdy. Uh, it gets cold. So the whole into the wood, out of the wood takes a lot longer than in a place like Texas with the heat. But you can taste the Texas funk. And I, I had it on your iron route the other day. Mm-hmm. You taste it. Um, but I need to give it more of a chance. There are several that I do want to try. I had a sample of the Still Austin. I texted you. Very good, young, but very good. I want to buy a bottle for the price. I ended up grabbing something else that day. Ghost I Hill went up yesterday. Yeah, I want I want to try that one. Ghost Hill, Texas has a line that some people have, you know, sent me texts about I'd like to try. And then uh Jimmy's Tyler, Texas. That's another one that I'd like to grab to try. I need to I need to give the home state another chance. I think there's a very fine line that Texas whiskeys have to walk because of our climate. And when you get nerdy on it, I mean, that's, that's the reality though. Right. I mean, that is what we deal with. I'm going to be honest. Cause when it comes to everything in Texas, I mean, barbecue, mm-hmm. I'm going to say we're up there with the best mm-hmm. when it comes to football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say we kick ass. I'm not going to brag on Texas whiskey just yet. I want to. So I need to try these others. Uh, that are out there. So, I think that we have to get a little bit, give a little bit of credit because if you look at Tennessee and Kentucky, they've been doing it forever. True. Right. And a lot of the guys you see in Texas, they're either doing one or two things. They're either creating a vodka line and trying to change their brand four or six years after, or they're starting some stuff and they're buying MGP. And probably not the super high end, high end MGP, bottling that as themselves, and then their first batches aren't coming to fruition four to six years after they they tried their first batch, right? Yeah. So I think there is a runway to give them. I think you talk about Garrison Brothers. I have no calls with Garrison Brothers. Every Garrison Brothers I've ever had is amazing. Balconies is hit and miss. I don't hate their stuff. I don't love it. But then you get into like the Rebecca Creeks, right? So, like, Rebecca Creek can be good. Like, it is what it is. It's more aligned with, like, a Canadian whiskey, in my opinion. It's not super proofy. Um, you, But there is an affinity here within the great state of Texas for Texas-based whiskey. So, you can slap TX whiskey on something, and it'll sell. 1833 sells, right? There, there are homegrown brands that not necessarily are 
Texas distilled in in aged whiskeys. Rebecca Creek's grown, definitely grown for sure. Um, I mean, there's even a um, there's a couple I'm missing up on the 281 pipeline. Um, really, there, there's creating a little Texas Triangle right there. I um, tried Texas Ranger. No, nah, well, you know what? I actually went to a um, whiskey tasting last year with my buddy um and at the witty museum here in san antonio and we had they had nika there they actually had ranger creek and i met the wife of the owner of ranger creek and he's like he's 36 and whatever it is and they they make a lot of beer too so i have to give them some credit ranger creek's a smaller bottle right it is yeah it looks that's the one that you get yeah yeah it's like 375 that's not the one i'm talking about i've had that one that one's decent there's but i i think that there's some like there's some good opportunity there they just don't have the it's growing it's It's growing it's they don't have like the 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 years of experience behind them but i digress but the point is um talk about still austin i've had still austin at their distillery on my 30th birthday and i only had it like in a drink though i didn't have it straight not that i can remember it was a long day um but I saw their bottle and I was like, ah, oh, I should pick it up. It's like what, 30, 40 bucks, something like that. Um, I just don't know. Like I, I'm really hesitant, just like yourself, to to dip my toe back in because I feel like there is a fine line between over aging something like you do in like let's say in Tennessee, you'd age something six years. All right, and that's a bourbon. In Texas, because of our hot and cold and the, the, the environment, it's almost like you need to find that perfect percentage of if they do it in Tennessee for six, we need to do it for in Texas for three and a half. You know what I mean? Like you almost get more aging just from the natural weather climate climate. Yeah. So anyway, whiskey nerd shit. Whiskey Sorry guys. We can talk about the limestone in the water in Kentucky, but we're not. Gonna uh, uh, so ooh, what, do you what do you wine, Dick? Yeah. Sorry, man. Um, so the couple things I'm eyeing here are old for old forester, single barrel, barrel strength. That's a blue label label, old forester, single barrel, barrel strength. That's a blue label right there. Um, and then the other one I already talked about, Jack Daniels, single barrel, barrel proof rye. Yeah. Keep it simple. I like it. You didn't have to go through a whole history lesson like me. Yeah. Well, dude, that's my, that's my MO. All right, so Kurt, I think we uh, probably, yeah, I think we need to move on. Um, let's go and get to the fourth dram, man. I want to know how are you rating this? Ah, fuck. Uh, it was not a good start to my trend of trying out the home state again. Um, just there wasn't much there other than a white dog taste. I don't want to, I'll say C minus. And that's because I got the sample. The bottle retail, I think, is like in the 45 range. Absolutely not. Would not pay that. I'm going to try, I'm going to keep trucking on the Texas Trail and try something else next. But Baby Blue is not where it's at for me. It wasn't the color of her eyes. No. What you got on the smoke wagon? So. I went a little deeper on this. I mean, I, I kind of pre-reviewed these. It's kind of how I have to do these and just reaffirm them as we record. But um, it's kind of a C plus across the board. The nose C plus, the the palate C plus, and then overall it's just C plus, man. Um, there's nothing that makes this a bad whiskey. There's nothing that says for twenty six dollars you're going to be disappointed in what you bought. Um, that's about MSRP on this, but. I'm very, very intrigued to see what we talked about this as he distilleries mature, what smoke wagon brings to the table in two to four years. Um, I don't know if it'll be as good. This is MBG, MGP juice. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's the best. Um, if I was to say buy it or not, I would say not. Instead, go get yourself two bottles of one of my favorites, EWBIB. Some Evan Williams bib, little white label, hunter proof, pure cinnamon, amazing goodness, and just enjoy the classics that is bourbon. That is one of Kurt's favorites. Kurt has a hard time breaking out of the mold 
And I think that's what he's forcing himself to do right now, which I can appreciate. But this is not one to do it on. Yeah, we uh, will have some good ones. We'll have some not so good ones. You'll find that out as you go along on your bourbon journey. Uh, So we we totally talked Christmas dinner on you guys. Got some suggestions. Kurt wanted a riff. For the record, Kurt wanted a riff and we riffed. We riffed and we became better. Riffed friends, hard. Apparently, we talked a little bit of NBA. We will. Uh, I'll let Dick go into the social media. Yeah. So thanks, Kurt, for kind of closing us out there. Grammars, if you're with us still, thank you. We really appreciate you being here. Um, don't forget to fo- follow us on the socials. We got the Facebook Fourth Dram and Goal. We got the Insta Fourth Dram. It's four T H D R A M. Also, we said multiple times throughout the last two episodes, hit us up on the Gmail, man, fourthdramandgoal at gmail.com. Kurt and I both had that synced up to their phones. We're anxiously anticipating and awaiting your replies. You um, will get an answer. You will. It'll, it might be a fuck you. And we're like, oh, thanks for listening. And hey, you listen to us. So I'm going to hand it over to Kurt, though, for uh, I want to close this out on the quote of the episode. All right. Well, I absolutely have a quote for you. Nolan Ryan. He said, it helps if the hitter thinks you're a little crazy. In his, oh, great quotes from the baseball world. Thank you for listening to the next snap and the next dram. Drink on, drammers. Drink on, drammers.